Hello and welcome to Nichelle Newsletter. I am your host, Nichelle Stevens. And it is mid-October. You're probably already thinking about Thanksgiving, Friendsgiving, um, Christmas, Hanukkah, even um, Kwanzaa. I mean, I know that Halloween is coming up, but Halloween, no one's creating really Halloween meals. I mean, if you're doing some spooky season dinners, that'd be interesting. But mostly Halloween is left to Halloween candy, um, maybe making some Halloween bark. Um, and when I mean bark, meaning like basically just taking Halloween candy and adding crackers to it and just making it's, I don't know, to me, I've never been interested in making Hollywood, Halloween candy bark, but some people do it. Anyway, if you're starting to plan your menus for the upcoming um, big food holidays like Thanksgiving and Christmas, you might need to um, check your pantry once and twice to make sure you have all the right spice. Yes, I just made that little rhyme up. Um, So... I read a really interesting, actually interesting meaning like, I like this article, um, on Gawker.com. I know Gawker food. Um, it basically was like fall flavors that are not pumpkin spice. We're not going to start talking too much about pumpkin spice because I'm over it. Anyway, the article mentioned some really great alternatives. First off, if you're looking for something orange and then not be pumpkin, carrots, um, a carrot souffle, roasted carrots with rosemary and thyme. And then what you could do is toss them in um, nutritional yeast after they're roasted so they have a little have a little texture to it. Also, butter. But you don't cook them in butter because butter, you can't roast them. But you could put butter on top. Um, Carrots and butter. Very good. Um, Apples. Now we think of apple pie, apple cobbler. But you know what? Apples. Apples with spinach and onion. With some eggs. Make a frittata. An apple, spinach, onion, frittata. Best brunch ever. Another thing you could do, um, apples. If you're, if you're used to making a stir-fry, uh, a ramen stir-fry, meaning you got your ramen noodles and then you just throw whatever you have, add some apple, especially, especially... If um, your stir fry includes pork, so what about a? Why not do a pork, apple, and um, whatever? I mean, I know like some people keep like a uh, a veggie mix, a frozen veggie mix, so you can use that for a stir fry, use it for a soup. Add some apple. You could do that. That would be good. Add some apple. Give it a little crunch. Don't don't um 
don't overcook the apple. This is keeping, like, just chop it and throw it in. Don't try to make some mushy apple. We don't want the apple to get, like, caramelized. We're not trying to make a dessert. But um, add some apple to to your stir fry. Another, a lunch um, way to add apple. Chicken salad with some apple, chopped apple. Even, okay, you make your own chicken salad or, or, hear me out, hear me out. You buy chicken salad from another place and just add some chopped apple. Hear me out. That sounds good, doesn't it? Okay, so talked about apples, talked about carrots, sweet potato. I know we're going to do a sweet potato pie, but what about a Thai sweet potato soup? Easy. You you probably got all the ingredients in your pantry. Some chili flakes, some coconut milk. You got, um, you know, seasonings. <laughs> Hopefully, salt, pepper, maybe even a little cumin. Um, yeah, but roasted potato, roasted sweet potatoes. Um, chop them, chop them up. Um, add the coconut milk and put it like in your Vitamix with, of course, the seasonings. And you could top it with maybe some creme fraiche, um, papitas. Yes, that would be good. A Thai sweet potato soup. Okay, another, another fall ingredient. But a lot of people think it's year round. People think they come down south. They just think folks are just going to be having um, pecans. Now, I'm not saying you can't get pecans year-round. I'm just saying that the fall is where you can get local pecans falling from trees. Pecans. Pecans. I don't know. I go back and forth. I used to, I grew up saying pecans. I hear people here in this uh, Savannah, low country area. I've heard people say pecans, and I don't think it even matters um, if they're black or white. Some people say pecans, some people say pecans. I could make a whole nother podcast episode about how there are some things that it doesn't matter the race. It just like how you pronounce things. It's like, oh, well, black people say it like this, or white people. Nah, it's, I think it's who people are around. So anyway, pecans, because like I said, I go back and forth. Okay, yeah, pecan pie. Sure. Do the same thing. You could add pecans to a chicken salad. Yes, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Yeah, great. You could do that. You can add pecans to just a regular-ass salad, like a green salad, a spinach salad. Pecans. Just sprinkle some pecans on top of that. Um, Pecans. Now, yeah, I going back to the stir-fry, you could add some pecans to a stir-fry. Pecans have a little bit more... Um, 
sweetness. So you have to be careful with that. Because, like, if I'm I'm allergic to peanuts, but I like a cashew and a stir-fry. And those cashews normally have a little bit more saltiness. But if you're looking, sometimes you're looking for something a little... Like, pecans have this earthiness, but they also have a sweetness. So keep that in mind. And sometimes you want to balance things. So... I just think, you know, when people are cooking with. Okay, so I am back. Um, I'm recording this in the morning. And even though I keep thinking I have turned my alarm off, it keeps hitting snooze. So if I'm still talking in nine minutes. It's going to go off again. And then I'll have to like stitch together this episode. I'm a little frustrated, but I'm going to keep going. Because I was talking about pecans. Okay. Adding it, adding pecans to salads. I've actually, um, uh, that's good. Using, when you're thinking about whenever you want to add um, just something with a little crunch. Yeah, chopped pecans. Consider that. Okay, I'm going to move on. Um, Sage. Sage. I love sage. I love the word sage. Like, it means wise. And then there's also this wonderful, wonderful um, leaf. This 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 thing that uh, it's sage is so good. Sage will basically like if you like people talk about burning sage and it like to cleanse the cleaning the um, the timeline virtually like burning sage or um, anyway sage wonderful and fresh sage will turn anything you cook on cooking into autumn like the smell of autumn the smell of thanksgiving sage if you're roasting a turkey or any other fowl 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 chicken whatever (laughs) poultry you use sage if you're doing something uh, plant-based you gotta include the sage because some of the things, some of some of people's reluctance to going plant based is their their idea that they're gonna miss all the. Um, it's not just the taste; it's the smells of things that are are cooked with meat, and sage is definitely something gonna smell. So yeah, include sage in your cooking. If you're making a soup, I know my dad is very, like, um, he'll drop a bay, a bay leaf in a minute. Drop some sage if you're making a fall soup. Um, if you're doing, like I said, something plant-based. Now, I don't know that much about cooking with tofu or any of those things. I really don't. But I would say 
chop up some sage because it'll give off the flavor of what people have traditionally had. Um, so I'm not going to just um, end this podcast mainly because I don't want my alarm to go off once again. <laughs> so, so annoying. I was like, wait a minute. I hit snooze. No, I'm Damn it, that's what I did. I hit snooze. I should have hit stop. Um, what else did I want to talk about? Um, there are, there's a class of people I dislike, and I, it's fine. I know you, if you, it's, it's like it's a humble brag or it's a weird brag, a weird flex. People who brag about them not having a sweet tooth. I'm not saying you're going to gobble, 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 or you need to gobble, 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 <laughs> turkey. Um, every pie and dessert and every piece of candy. But when you say you don't have a sweet tooth, what it says to me is that I am above you because I don't love desserts. I just think you need to keep that information about not having a sweet tooth to yourself. No one wants to hear about you not having a sweet tooth. No one cares. I know I look, I used to have a blog about cupcakes. I know I have a sweet tooth. I don't like every dessert out there. And I actually don't like things that are too sweet. Like, I'd be hard-pressed to really enjoy some buttercream frosting right now. Like, a whole lot of it. It has to be good. It it really, it cannot be, I might need to have some complexity to it. Because if it's just sugar and cream and butter, yeah. I may, I may, I may not be all that into it, but look, all of you people bragging about not having a sweet tooth, you need to cut it out. Honestly, I find you be more annoying than people who are sober because honestly, I don't have a problem with people being sober, and not being sober because of they, they had an alcohol addiction. If you're sober by choice fine and there are a lot of good things you can drink but people who brag about not having a sweet tooth cut it out we don't want to hear it we don't care it's not a flex it really is not a flex so anyway um so if you don't have a sweet tooth and you you being offered dessert just say no thank you you don't have to add anything extra you don't have to say you're watching your sugar intake you're on a diet you just have to say no thank you that's fine that's fine that's all you have to do anyway i am ending the podcast now um and all you people who um don't have a sweet tooth you can have a good day too (laughs) Just don't brag about it, okay? Bye.